0: The essence of digital transformation, acquiring a set of capabilities for an organization to continuously evolve and grow is at the heart of this engagement layer concept.
1: Hi, and welcome to today's Capgemini podcast. I'm Lisa Hartley, and I'm speaking with Somi Jagadishi and Josh Hoyt to talk about how organizations can leverage engagement layer technology to deliver digital initiatives with minimal disruption and a faster return on investment. Um, Somi leads our solutions team here at Capgemini covering utilities, oil and gas, natural resources, and chemicals. His team's responsible for developing the solution capabilities and IP that we bring to our clients. And Josh is a principal in our practice and works very closely with Somi's team, specifically focused on helping companies develop and execute digital transformation initiatives, and also helping companies to identify opportunities to leverage engagement layer technologies. So Somi, Josh, welcome. Thanks for being with us today and let's get started. So we've been hearing a lot of buzz in the industry about this engagement layer. What is an engagement layer and how does it help companies to change their game?
0: Absolutely. So uh, I think before we deep dive into engagement layer, it's important for us to take a step back and understand the overall context where we are uh, coming from. So digital transformation promises um, a huge opportunity for our clients to unlock their business potential um, across the entire value chain, um, including our partner ecosystem. What it means is uh, the value is not in the silos of the organization the value is across the value chain and um, if we execute this transmission it promises a, a huge potential uh, for our clients but what's important to note is that digital transformation is not just um, implementing a set of technology capabilities it is really acquiring new capabilities for an organization uh, to sustain and grow uh, along. Uh, you know, the technologies might come and go, but this is a skill which organizations will acquire uh, as they transform um, to for an ability to um, um, sustain and grow in the long run. So that's the promise of digital uh, transformation. What it requires is a key skill of continuous innovation. And this is where the concept of engagement layer becomes really valuable for our clients. What engagement layer essentially does is it provides a working environment for our users um, to interact in a very seamless and in a simplified way across multiple systems. So that's a powerful capability uh, to have. Uh, Josh, what do you think?
2: I I couldn't agree more, Sami, Um, and and you're exactly right, Uh, and you were alluding to that um, working environment, right? The engagement layer is a term that is used to describe that usability technology of an organization to get that work done. Um, So anytime you have, let's call them stakeholders, because it's not just customers anymore that we have to be concerned about, and, and and Sami touched upon that. It could be our partners, it could be vendors, um, it could be our employees, right? So how do we how do we interact with them? What are the touch points, and what processes do we string them along in? Um, and so we have to. Our organization has to have a capability in creating a great experience for our stakeholders. In that workflow, um, so I, I liken it to a, an analogy of, of our smartphones today and how we use it in our personal lives uh, on the consumer side, right? So, so think about how that has changed our lives in the in in the past few years. We get timely notifications. We have multiple ways of communicating or getting communications or collaborating ideas, thoughts, pictures. Documents, right? Um, and if we want to dig into something, we 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 can drill down and and get the details or share the information. Um, and, and in some cases, we can integrate apps together. So think about taking that same concept uh, where I have one device, uh, yet I'm I'm using that as a, a medium to get the information. I need to, to get that work done. Right. Uh, so, so that engagement layer can help us do just that, be that conduit between the many systems, people, and processes that we've created in our own organizational ecosystem, but do it in a more natural way, aligned to, aligned to our workflow and, and, and business needs.
1: So, can you tell me, are there any specific, you know, industry examples that you can share where you have seen that that this engagement layer approach has been effective?
2: Sure, Lisa. We have seen it in pretty much across all industries, but but some are ahead of others. Uh, while, while others are, are playing catch up or still trying to um, uh, understand um, really at a basic level, uh, the the how fundamentally they're going to uh, address this with their stakeholders so I think the ones that are leading the way uh, certainly uh, retail right they they've always been at the forefront of this because that user experience is is such an important component to to e-commerce right so um but now um probably in the last decade, we've seen a lot of the vertical components of what manifests into retail, right? So, so manufacturing and uh, consumer packaging, they need that mind share. They need to engage the end customers for them uh, in order for them to, to win out. Right. So they've been upping the game on their uh, in, in this case, uh, focusing a, a lot on customers and channel distribution partners uh, to give them a consistent, one uh, consistent experience with their uh, electronic ecosystems, right? So, so they're 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 definitely ahead of uh, above everybody else. Uh, the financial industry has made a lot of strides, and that's due to a lot of consolidation and uh, conglomeration of of financial services, right? Um, So, uh, there are so many things um, in our personal lives from a financial perspective, whether it be our retirement accounts, whether it be our banking and savings accounts, um, whether it be our insurance needs. Right now, they're offered uh, uh, under one roof in many cases. So, uh, those companies have realized that they they needed to... Uh, in order to beat the competition, is for for them to sell services across the board, but give that uh, consistent experience and an easier one, an access one where you can access the information easily, um, right through your cell phone. Back to that analogy, uh, so so the financial industry is also one that's uh, been making a lot of strides lately. Sami, have you have you come across some other industries that are working on this?
0: I think one industry which is pretty close to my heart is um, energy sector. Um, energy sector, there is an infusion of new talent coming on board. And with the kind of technologies um, energy companies are using, uh, it's a target-rich environment uh, for realizing a concept like engagement layer, all from the point of view of how do you continuously innovate and grow. One of the classic use cases uh, which we have discussed is on the uh, land-to-ledger, and we, Josh, you and I, we um, outline this in our blog, uh, where we talk about if you are an upstream uh, company and your users are managing uh, land-to-ledger process, they invariably end up touching multiple systems, right? You you are looking at a land management system, a royalty system, potentially an AFP and projects, uh, well, construction and production type system. And then, of course, you have your revenue accounting uh, giant jib uh, type system. So, you know, if you are a user, you have to jump from one system to another continuously without a consistent uh, view of uh, the data. And how to leverage data. I think this, this is a classic use case where if we have an engagement layer on top of this, where users can seamlessly um, interact with the systems, not just inside the organization, but also breaking silos across the departments and even outside the department. I think it's a platform where companies can innovate. And of course, there are other examples in uh, supply chain, uh, we have seen uh, where uh, integrated business planning um, across um, across the processes and uh, suppliers uh, is a prime example of how we can go about realizing the engagement layer.
2: And Lisa, let's make sure our listeners um, really digest that. And 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 Sami brought up the landowner management uh, case, um, thinking about that pro- whole process. Um, within that uh within that end to end use case of managing landowners from the point of them um having uh an organization having a relationship with a with a landowner and then uh interacting them with them later in the process. So think about all those things that if I was uh let's say in a call center uh, for for one of those companies uh, one of those operators and a, and a landowner called me and said hey uh, why is my check you know uh, X amount of dollars lower than last month's royalties think about all the systems that 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 could be at play here uh, number one identifying and authenticating who is calling and whether or not they have a legitimate concern right do, do, does this person or entity uh, have a have a legitimate question related to something that we have given them? And then number two, verifying that information in terms of how much are you questioning? And yes, I have to verify what you were paid last month as well to have a uh, 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 an educated conversation, right? And then also verify the, the, the information or the inputs that provided for that royalty check. Um, so that's going into financial systems. It's going into the operation schedule to confirm that activity was, was going out, uh, was happening in their area, that there was production output on the uh, uh, wells or assets they're producing, that royalty check. So without an engagement layer, you may have to say things like, I'll get back to you, or I can't answer those questions at the moment. Um, you know, we'll call you back in 24, 48 hours. So, that engagement layer is meant to enable and empower those that are involved in that exchange to um, have the information they need to resolve that incident.
1: So, instead of having to go to potentially many different systems of record. They have really all the information that they need at their fingertips. You
2: got it.
0: You're absolutely right. Yep. Yeah.
1: So can you explain a little bit more about, you know, what the, the different components are that make up an engagement layer? Cause that seems pretty, pretty significant.
0: Yeah, it is. Actually, it's a good point. Um, you make there, there are some big pillars for, um, for an engagement layer the top one of course is the, the simplification right ability um ability to simplify a process uh, is key um, that includes simplifying the user experience and how data and analytics are uh, processed and uh, surfaced uh, to the users so that that forms the foundation of the engagement layer which is Uh, simplify, remove complexity uh, from a a process. And the second important pillar um, after simplification is ability for companies to collaborate um, both internally and externally. And that's a very uh, important characteristic of an engagement layer where um, your processes are No more within the four walls of the company. Now they can expand beyond the boundaries and um, start to uh, unlock value uh, in in the value chain. So that's the second one. The third one, of course, is where every company should be operating at, which is ability to innovate continuously. So we spoke about simplification, we spoke about collaboration, and the third one is innovation itself. Uh, which is you're putting a platform in place where you can continue to innovate and you have changed the behavior of an organization in such a way that uh, any changes uh, which are coming down the pipe, uh, company can absorb and grow. Uh, that's the essence of digital transformation, which I mentioned. Basically, um, acquiring a set of capabilities for an organization to continuously evolve and grow is at the heart of uh, this engagement uh, layer concept.
1: So are there any companies out there today in the marketplace who offer engagement layer tools?
2: Uh, I've, I've absolutely. And and um, I've spent a, to- a lot of time looking at this and, and, and living in the project world uh, of tool sets that, that, that help Enable companies um, now. Many software companies—they're—they're—they're going to say that they do these things today, um, and for the most part, they're—they're they're definitely trying to incorporate these aspects that that me um, had talked about. You know, collaboration, uh, workflow, simplification. Um, but you know, still, most software um, that we've implemented, uh, in our organizations are, are there for either a single or like set of activities. There's exceptions, of course, especially with, with ERP systems that have a broad reach, uh, a wide reach within, within our IT ecosystems, but, So, you know, um, all of them are going to say this, um, but still at the end of the day, they're really focused on, on, on one aspect of the business. And that could be within a department. It could be for a specific profile. And what people have to understand is that in today's world, we need to have information, our processes, our, our people and stakeholders connected to those business goals. Okay. Um, and so we have to look at workflows in their entirety, not not just a royalty check or not just a landowner, for example. We've got to look at the whole process of how did that royalty check come into being, right? Um, so, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of these uh, collaborative uh, types of features be added to. Um, uh, pretty much every software coming out of the market. But there's a couple that are leading the way. And most notably, uh, Salesforce.com. They've been named the most innovative company in the world several times over in the past decade by by Forbes magazine. Uh, And we've seen this capability firsthand at some of our customers. And and the impacts have been extremely positive uh, to the point of helping these companies uh, establish establish a collaborative and uh, transparent and performant culture, and these are these align to Salesforce's own philosophy, right? And, and that's really important to Sami's point about being innovative. Is how are we working together? Are we focusing on the right uh, uh, objectives and business value as opposed to worrying about commissioning servers, worrying about a security patch. Let's focus on providing our stakeholders with a consistent experience, a learnable one, and one that naturally aligns to our workflow the best way it can. You know, there's always going to be complexity um, in our systems um, that will have to be addressed. Uh, But Salesforce gives you a lot of tools uh, where you can be as simple or complex as you need to be, or integrate uh quickly with other systems that you know uh still need to be there uh, our our clients have invested millions of dollars into their their infrastructure and and that and there's there is definitely places for them but how we extend or evolve that information or maybe originate records that end up in those systems of record. You know, I think Salesforce can help you be that conduit. Um, so yeah, I and I think you know, Sami, you know that uh some of our partners are, are are also looking to address this area.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think the ERP uh players are looking at that, um in terms of uh, improving usability and expanding um, the uh the user interface to include other systems as well Uh, for example we have seen in sap the concept of uh, fury and the fury tiles Uh, some of the fury tiles when you interact with them um, they call sap transactions and you can also call with the uh, same tiles or uh, similar tiles uh, non-sap transactions in a very seamless way so uh, there is this engagement layer concept, which is being embedded within the system of records. And mobile
2: capabilities, and I think so, they're upping as well, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yep.
1: So, so, Josh, Somi, for any of our listeners who might be considering going down the path of implementing an engagement layer, you know, what are some of the key things that you know, you would want them to really consider any, you know, potential risks or, you know, critical steps that are involved, you know, what are the need to know items?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a good question, uh, Lisa. The most important thing um, is to choose an area of um, a maximum impact um, and assess the gap. Um, if, if you truly follow a a digital transformation approach the first step if you know is bridge bridge means you want to identify the amount of gap you have between the uh current user experience or current status and the uh, to be status or the uh, leading um, practices out there so basically you pick an area of maximum impact and start small you um, know this is not you don't want a massive project investment. Um, in fact, most of the big budget digital transformations uh, do not yield results. actually uh, there is the chances of big budget transformation failing, digital transformation failing or more. Um, so what we have seen is start small, um, engage uh, your stakeholders early. Uh, it's important that you get some early wins um, as you go through this. At that point, when you once you have gained sufficient momentum, that's the time for uh, internal uh, PR. That's the time to put banners up there in the hallway saying that you have started something uh, on this on this journey. Um, it's the couple of one more thing importantly is to get the stakeholder alignment and executive sponsorship upfront. Uh, it's It's very key in an industry transformation where you have aligned the stakeholders around this. So my recommendation is: uh, start small, move fast, get alignment quickly, and once you have gained momentum, then uh, scale um, your innovation. Uh, so that, that very important that you continue to scale this, leverage it, uh, and um, you know, you know, put a platform out there for your business to grow.
2: Uh,
0: Josh, uh, any any recommendations? What you've seen? Experience. Yeah,
2: Sami, I'd say actually just adding to your points there is to find ways to go live with um, applications that provide your users or stakeholders with with an engagement layer. And you'll start to see organic growth uh, within the organization where others will want to be a part of that. Others will hear about the success from the business stakeholders right? And that's when things start to catch like wildfire and you start to create this culture of collaboration and transparency. So find ways to go live quickly. We're all starting to learn about how some of these uh, technology companies especially are uh, uh, doing many releases every day. Um, you've got to find ways to innovate Quickly, so that you become your the IT organization becomes a true enabler and not just seen as a cost center or a bottleneck within organizations. So, embrace agile uh, principles at at least, where you're looking for a minimally viable product to release and then evolve over time because you've got to anticipate that changes will come and that you might miss a requirement here or there. But if you involve the business right from the get-go into that whole process and you you have a tool set that allows your technology team to replay things as they're developing, uh, then you can avoid some of those missteps. But you've got to anticipate them anyway. So find ways to go live with this innovation, not ways to hold back. How can you have fallback? How can you have workarounds? Because you know, uh, although we're we're huge proponents of technology, sometimes uh, things go wrong, or or you know the technology is not available, it goes down, or whatever. So create this ability within your four walls to be to be to quickly react uh, to evolve that innovation because business needs are just are just going to change constantly. Um, and I think you know by by doing that, you're going to create this this wonderful culture of of capturing lightning in a bottle, and you'll see how how things can change quickly yet organically by by taking those steps that that, that Sami had identified by finding those critical areas, starting in one place, and then um, uh, just just seeing from the business's um, own own lips, you know that hey, from right from them. This thing is working. I love it. I don't know how we did it without it. That's that's what you're trying to create there.
0: I think if I may close that one out, uh, remember, Josh, what we were discussing about innovate at the speed of business. I think that's what organizations should strive for. I think uh, you captured that really well there.
1: Wow. Well, this has been really great. I mean, it sounds like this engagement layer could really be an accelerator for companies to help them really bring about the change and, and transformation that they need to be able to achieve to continue to improve their business. So I just want to say thank you, Josh. Thank you, Somi, for for your time today and your thoughts. And, and hopefully, our listeners will find this very informative um, and a Thank you to all of our listeners, and just a reminder that you can subscribe to the Capgemini podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and any other podcast app. So with that, any closing comments?
0: No, thank you, Lisa. Uh, Thanks for the time, and listeners, thanks for uh, spending your time with us today.
2: Thank you very much.